Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. We're in southeast Arkansas in the 1920s. There's jobs on the bio. There's jobs that we can have. There's all fishing, of course, trapping. But also, many of us go into town, small villages in town, and we have jobs, some part-time, some full-time jobs to supplement our income. God has a timetable from beginning of time till after time is no more. The point of rescue and deliverance is through Jesus Christ. Christian life, as we go through all of these stories, will be looking at the enabling power of God to save the worst and the best, causing His great power to be a part of our lives. We have a promise from God all through these stories we're woven the promises of God. Our failures, God's promise. Continued walking in the Spirit. We have a guidance for the spiritual generally comes through an inward witness with our spirit. We need to be able to prove to satisfaction that the inward impressions are really from the Lord. His voice makes us humbly confident that it is He that is speaking to us. We do not have suspicions. This Holy Ghost is working and we've learned to have confidence. We can properly discern Him. We can continue on to speak His word that He's given us. In Proverbs 20, 27, the human spirit is a lamp to the Lord. He sheds light on our innermost being. In 1 Corinthians 2, 14, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but consider them foolishness and cannot understand because they are not discerned through his spirit. Recognizing the Lord's voice, there's several scriptural tests that we can have to determine whether or not we're hearing from the Lord through our impressions. First one is the written word of God. When we sense a certain leading or impression, we shouldn't take it for granted that this is the Lord. We should submit the impressions to God we then asked him to please confirm or deny these thoughts. And usually in me, a verse will come before me. And I'll be thinking of that verse and it will either confirm or deny. I like to always think I'm right, but I have learned 
the great need for confirmation. God's Spirit will never disagree with His Word. The Holy Ghost will never lead us contrary to a clear principle set in the Word of God. The next one I think we should understand is the peace of God reigning in our hearts. In Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. Be thankful. The word translated in the scriptures is a word that means umpiring or refereeing. So let the peace of God umpire your heart. Peace is a sign of right and wrong. Mature counsel. We lay the matter before mature counsel. If there is a response with the unit of peace. Counsel has to be proven counsel. It cannot be counsel that is flippant, that is just off the cuff. It's people that have told you things before. We're accumulating the test. In Proverbs 11:14, for the lack of guidance, a nation falls but with victory is won through many advisors. In Proverbs 15.22, plans fail for lack of counsel, but many advisors causes them to succeed. Counsel always is to be sought with mature people who have been presented to us with credentials of wisdom. The next thought was circumstances. When God tells us to do something and we expect that he will begin to open the way for us, there's a little phrase that I've learned, step out, get going, you will get guidance. This is a little faulty, but in the main it works well. Genesis 24:27 The servant of Abraham is going to find Isaac a wife and he's going to a strange land and he's saying praise be to the Lord God of my master Abraham who has not abandoned me in his kindness and faithfulness to my master and as for me the Lord has led me on my journey to the house of my master and relatives. He's given a commission. He follows through by going, and he finds the people he's to have met. Psalms 37:23. The Lord makes firm steps for the one who delights in him. One of the misunderstood ones is prophecy confirms. Sometimes prophecy uttered may be given to confirm. Some things we must understand about it. We should always be cautious about an apparent prophecy, which tends to start things. Rather, prophecy should confirm things. 
we must never do anything merely because a prophet tells us to do it. Prophetic utterances are certainly not infallible. The human element renders them fallible. The spirit that prompts the prophecy is perfect, but the people who utter it are imperfect agents. In 1 Corinthians 14.3, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Underlying any prophecy should have strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. 1 Corinthians 14.29, two or three prophesied, they should speak, and the others in the congregation should weigh what they've said. Prophecy is always to be judged. It's never to be taken lightly. If you have any questions or doubts, set it aside, ask the Lord to give you more clarity. Every prophecy uttered should be judged at whether it is truly a word from the Lord or before it is to be received and acted on. It should also be judged by what God has already explained to you within your own life. If the prophecy does not match what you've been told and what you have heard, set it aside for another day. As we mature, mature, we walk in the spirit. I do see characteristics in myself, things that hinder my walk and things that cause my walk to be accelerated. Am I willing to confess this to the Lord? Am I willing to ask him for forgiveness? Am I willing to take out all the stops that would cause me not to walk in the spirit? I had a man that had a high fever. Many people had prayed for him. And one day I asked him, where does it hurt? And he pointed to a special region on him where the fever was. And I said, lay hands on it, begin to speak to it. I don't care if it's demon-inspired or not. Just continue to medicate yourself with the Word of God. He did this, and in a short time, the fever, fever was gone, and he was completely all right. I wish I could tell you that I really consistently have this working faith, but I tell you right now, I want it. I want it so desperately to be able to do that in a consistent way. I'd like to put it before you to feel the same way. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.